Welcome to the weekly bonus episode of Hot Off the Wire, where we look back at some of the top headlines from the week in the world of sports and entertainment. I'm Terry Lipschutz, senior producer for Lee Enterprises and your host. Subscribe to Hot Off the Wire through Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts so you don't miss daily news updates. As always, be sure to check out our latest episode of Streamed and Screened, a podcast dedicated to movies and television. Streamed and Screened is available on major podcast platforms, and there is a link in this episode's show notes. This week, Bruce Miller and I discuss the upcoming concert films from Taylor Swift and Beyonce, as well as some of the great concert movies of all time. This week's top headlines include Chicago Bears great Dick Buckus died. There are updates in the case of Tupac Shakur's fatal shooting and Simone Biles led the U.S. women to a record seventh straight team title at the Gymnastics World Championships. Those stories and more from the Associated Press. But first, Bruce Miller talks about the genius that is Taylor Swift during the latest episode of Streamed and Screened. When she was here, she did play here way back in the early, early days when she was considered a country artist, if sure. you dare say that. And the thing I found most amazing about her is that she didn't do her t-shirt in one style. She did the look of it in like five different colors. So these fans would want all five of them. And yep. I thought that is a brilliant marketing decision by somebody that you weren't just getting the tour shirt. You were getting all of them. Because yes. if I'm going to get one, I got to have them all. What color do I pick? How do I pick? What am I going to do? So marketing genius. I think she's far more skilled at selling herself than she is at anything else. And that is not a diss. That means that she is just a genius at it. Right. She should be teaching this at Harvard. Hall of Fame linebacker Dick Butkus, whose speed and ferocity set the standards for the position in the modern era, has died. He was 80. The Chicago native was a first-team All-Pro five times and made the Pro Bowl in eight of his nine seasons. Butkus's number 51 was retired by the team in 1994. I'm proud of Chicago, and I'm proud to tell you that when I played for you, I gave it the very best I could. The news of Butkus's death came on the same day his former team faced the Washington Commanders on Thursday Night Football. Correspondent Craig Heist. Justin Fields threw for 282 yards and four touchdowns as the Bears got off to a 27-3 lead and upset the Commanders 40-20 to for their first win of the season. It's a feeling that you just never wanted to end, so, um, you know, just, just proud of the way, you know, all the guys came out and played tonight, and, um, you know, O-line did, did the thing versus the dominant D-line. Fields threw three of his scoring strikes to D.J. Moore, who finished the night with eight catches for 230 yards. It was just fun, you know. Football is fun uh, out there playing a kid's game, you know, at the end of the day. And uh, I just looked at, looked at it that way. Uh, tonight was just the stars aligned. I'm Geffen Coolbaugh, AP Sports. The last living suspect in the 1996 drive-by shooting of Tupac Shakur in Las Vegas has been indicted on a murder charge. Dwayne Keefe D. Davis is accused of being the shot caller, not the gunman. He admitted in interviews and in a memoir he provided the gun used to shoot Shakur. Police Lieutenant Jason Johansson says video shows a motive for the shooting, revenge involving Davis's nephew. Tupac Shakur was wearing a shiny satiny shirt along with Marion Shug Knight, who's a large man in a brown suit, 
punching and kicking Orlando Anderson. Later that night, 25-year-old Tupac Shakur was shot. He died a week later. Suge Knight had only minor injuries. 27 years later, Sheriff Kevin McMahill says, Well, I know there's been many people who did not believe that the murder of Tupac Shakur was important to this police department. I'm here to tell you, that was simply not the case. Davis implicated his nephew, who died in 1998. I'm Ed Donahue. The man facing a murder charge in the fatal shooting of rapper Tupac Shakur 27 years ago has made his first appearance in court Wednesday. I'm Margie Zaroleta with the latest. The hearing for Dwayne Keefe D. Davis was cut short after he asked to postpone while he retains counsel. His arraignment has been rescheduled for October 19th. Attorney Edie Fowle confirms he's Davis's personal lawyer, but he had no comment. Davis has said in interviews and in his own memoir that he was in the front passenger seat of a Cadillac in 1996 and handed a 40 caliber handgun to his nephew in the back seat from which shots were fired. In Nevada, a person can be convicted of murder for helping another person commit the crime. Davis is the only one of the four people in the car that night who is still alive. Led by Simone Biles, the U.S. women won a record seventh consecutive team title at the Gymnastics World Championships on Wednesday night. The American team of Biles, Shailise Jones, Sky Blakely, and Leanne Wong combined for a total of 167.729 points to edge Brazil and France. The U.S. team won by a margin of just 2.199 points. The U.S. women have won gold in the team event at every world championship that included a team competition since 2011. I'm Geffen Coolbaugh. Does singer Dustin Lynch kill the cowboy or let him ride? Lynch's latest album is called Killed the Cowboy. He says he gave it that title because he is unsure of his next step. A lot of the days I'm kind of beating myself up um, over figuring out where I'm supposed to be. For the first time, you 2 have performed without drummer Larry Mullen Jr. Brom Vandenberg filled in for Mullen, who is having health problems. U2 performed the first of 25 gigs at the Sphere in Las Vegas, which has a high-resolution screen that wraps halfway around the audience. I'm Archie Zaroleta. Former Northwestern University football coach Pat Fitzgerald is suing the school for $130 million, saying his alma mater wrongfully fired him in the wake of a hazing and abuse scandal that has engulfed the athletic department. The announcement by Chicago-based attorneys Dan K. Webb and Matthew R. Carter on Thursday comes nearly three months after Fitzgerald was suspended and then fired after 17 years. Coach Fitzgerald is entitled to his justice to be in court to present those facts to a jury and let's let a jury decide. Attorney Webb, courtesy of ABC7 Chicago. The $130 million includes $68 million remaining in owed salary, plus $62 million in future lost income. AT&T and Gallaudet University have developed a football helmet for quarterbacks who are deaf or hard of hearing. The company and Washington-based school for students who are deaf or hard of hearing unveiled the new technology Thursday. The innovation allows a coach to call a play on a tablet from the sideline that then shows up visually on a small display screen inside the quarterback's helmet. Gallaudet coach Chuck Goldstein said he thinks the helmet, quote, will change football. The NCAA cleared the Division III school to start using the helmets in its game on Saturday against Hilbert. 
I'm Gethin Coolbaugh. Recording artists Trisha Yearwood and Garth Brooks turn into construction workers in an affordable housing neighborhood. For the first time without the Carters, country legends Trisha Yearwood and Garth Brooks are hosting Habitat for Humanity's annual Jimmy and Rosalind Carter Workweek project, throwing themselves into an affordable housing construction. The project kicked off in Charlotte, North Carolina, and coincided with the 99th birthday of President Carter, who has been in hospice care at home. Garth Brooks says when Yearwood and he worked on these humanitarian projects in the previous years, they were treated like family by the Carters. They'll remind you that you are a celebrity by saying something about how proud they are of you, whatever, but at the same time, I think my favorite thing is when they treat you just like uh, he would treat his own son. And Yearwood says they've been influenced a lot by the Carters' work ethics. You better be working all the time. Um, if you're, if you are, if you look like you're standing there idle, President Carter will ask you if you need a job. I'm Tiffany Wong. A federal investigator said the small plane crash that killed former NFL tight end Russ Francis and another man at an Adirondack Mountains airport occurred after the engine apparently lost power. Francis was 70 years old. He and 63-year-old Richard McSpadden had just taken off from the Lake Placid airport on Sunday afternoon in a single-engine Cessna 177 when the plane encountered trouble. Francis was a three-time Pro Bowl selection with the New England Patriots, who also won a Super Bowl with the San Francisco 49ers in 1984. I'm Gethin Coolbaugh. I'm Terry Lipschetz, thanking you for listening. Audio provided by the Associated Press. Music is by Skillcell and provided through Pixabay. Be sure to subscribe to Hot Off The Wire on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts so you don't miss an episode. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done.